0: Your network is so much more important than what you're actually learning in that classroom. And the people you, you met yesterday is who you're going to bump into 10 years from now. And how valuable that is being involved in some different professional networks and just connecting with people and being real with them and getting to know them and you that really becomes really valuable down the road. Welcome to Coaching with Kelly a podcast that gives you the tools that you need to invest in this season of your life. Join life coach Kelly Tibbetts as she interviews inspiring leaders who help you identify your why, name your strengths, and value your energy, soul, and thoughts. This podcast will help you live a brave, creative, purpose-filled life.
1: Welcome to Coaching with Kelly. I hope today helps you live the brave, creative, purpose filled life. I believe you were created to live. And my guest today is my longtime friend, Jody Holt. Jodi, thank you for being here.
0: Oh, gosh, Kelly. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. I what I really want to do is thank you for allowing me to do the prep for something like this. I remember years ago, I used to lead a women's Bible study. And I'd often have to ask friends, hey, I need you to do a testimony. Will you give your testimony? And they're like, it's so hard being your friend. Why do you make me do that? And then after they go through the exercise of prepping for it and giving it, they'd always come back to thank me because it's in that prep and everything. You really take the time for kind of self-reflection and looking back. So thank you for even asking me, I'm flattered you did.
1: Oh, my goodness. My goal with this podcast is to introduce people who have influenced me. And I'm somebody who hadn't really grown up around people who showed us how to invest in yourself as a mom. It was sort of just pour out and pour out. And so I've been blessed. My life has been full of mentors and leaders who have you know, poured into me. And so you, of course, are one of them that definitely helped me at the beginning of my leadership path to believe in who I am. So we've had a great chance to go around and talk about lots of different things. But I've never asked you have you ever done any work around your Enneagram, Strength Finders, any of those things? I'm interested in knowing a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that. And I was like tempted to go quickly read the book and do all the quizzes and figure out what number I am. I mean, I know enough to know that there's there's different numbers and I'm somewhere in that range, right? You hope. I have in my, you know, in my work and in my professional journey have done a bunch of those different types of tests, particularly around, you know, Myers-Briggs. I can tell you that I'm a ESTJ and whatever that means, um, extrovert, systematic, and all those kinds of things. But I haven't really done the good homework to sit with the Enneagram and really go through it. So you're motivating me. You're motivating me.
1: Okay. So we're going to go for a walk soon and I'll help you okay. figure that out. That's awesome. Yeah. The reason that it's the I in my invest acronym is identify your why. And I think for leaders, especially for female leaders to understand, Hey, why are you thinking, feeling and doing life the way you do it is often really, really valuable. So yeah, I look forward to now that's a reason for us to get together and just yeah. have a chat about why is it that you do life the way you do? Well, I'd love to hear just a little bit about how you balance life. So we've known each other for about two decades at this point, both raised three children. You've been an example of how to balance things. And of course, there's no perfection. There's no way to do everything exactly right, but balancing is, is an important skill. So how have you learned as a mom, as a wife, as a leader to create some balance in your life?
0: Yeah, I guess I'd say balance is different for everybody, right? What might be balance for one person looks very different for someone else. So I definitely don't compare myself to anyone else. I always feel like I'm a very different odd duck, you know, in that area. For me, I know for for almost for over four decades, for me, getting out for some exercise every day, and it's mostly outside. I don't really like to go to the gym. Getting out in the fresh air is really important for for balance in my life. So I make a point of making a white space for that. And then of course, you know, relying on my faith, I really try to be disciplined about spending a little bit time, little time in the Bible every day. Um, Most recently, I'm just kind of making a commitment to be in Proverbs every day and read whatever the proverb of the day is, because it there's so much guidance on wisdom and leadership and how to get along with one another there. And then I think particularly with Working as much as we do in this season of my life is really stopping and taking time for family and friends. It's so easy to just right yeah. um, be on the treadmill. I mean the the work treadmill and getting off to have time with family and friends, and particularly Brad, my husband, and just connecting with him every day.
1: Oh, I love all of those. So one of our favorite people, Pastor Bob, who was our pastor for decades, he that's a spiritual practice he held his whole life of just getting up every day and reading one proverb because there's 31. So for those of us um, who find the Bible to be comfort and a part of our faith, that's a really great first step.
0: just opening up
1: to the middle. That's where the book of Proverbs is and reading one a day. And I know for my oldest daughter, you were one of her youth leaders. One of the people who really inspired her. And the fact that you would make time, you gave her the gift of an internship with you. And she watched you make time for physical exercise. I know to this day, it's still something that's, you know, really impacted her because balance comes from caring for our soul, caring for our responsibilities, and then investing in our work and in our dreams. So I love that you agree that there's no perfect way. None Mm -hmm. of us have it all down, but there are things that are important and you made the time for it. Well, this has been a challenging year. You've had some challenges. I've had some challenges. When life is full of these different challenges, what what have you learned in this season that you think other people might be able to learn from you? I know we've all learned a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's given us a time to reflect and be grateful for what we do have as Mm -hmm. opposed to be looking at what we don't have and very grateful for uh, brad and i are married almost 30 years yeah. 30 years june 1st and just how much respect i have for him and how grateful i am for a very healthy marriage mm-hmm. it's not perfect it doesn't mean every day it's rosy as you know but for the most part we have a really healthy marriage and i enjoy just being with him yeah. i love to say that we still have a lot of laughs And I think that's sign of a healthy relationship and just really how grateful I am. And I hope, what can others learn from that? I think it's an investment, right? Mm -hmm. It takes energy. It takes time. It takes patience to really breathe into a relationship and give more than 100% so that you can get together 100%, right?
1: Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. My husband and I have also been lucky enough to be married 25 years. We're in the empty nest season. It ended for the year where everyone came back home, but we're back in it again as the three girls have flown the nest. And yeah, it's the investment of the time and the energy because it's important, but it's not urgent. So it won't rise to that level unless we decide to invest in it. That's so important. Well, my goal is really truly to help the women that we were 20 years ago begin to understand some of the practices that have helped us along the way and helped us to invest in our leadership. And so you've probably been invested in as well. I know that that's one of the gifts of my life is that people have invested in me. So as a leader, um, you've led in church, you've led in the workspace. What advice do you have for other female leaders who just started to grow in their understanding of their leadership?
0: I think you need a thirst for continual lifelong education. Wow. for me, it's, you know, diving into books. I love books. Any kind of books from business books, entrepreneurship books, um, self, self-direction, self uh, self-motivation, um, you know, Christian leaders that really have good advice, women leaders. I can get a lot from those kinds of books. Uh, I downloaded the Audible app about mm-hmm. seven or eight years ago, and I just listen to books as much as I can. And then surround yourself around a couple people that really believe in you. Mm-hmm. And can can give you the encouragement. I think also taking time to not only find a mentor for yourself and have that develop organically, but be that mentor for someone yeah. else because you 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 get you get back so many ways when you when you give a little bit that way. You know, wow. so
1: that's yeah. a lot of powerful things all in one. I've heard you say before at a celebration of life of a dear friend that the five people you surround yourself with impact you so much, and so I right. think that reminder that you're worth the time to read the book, listen to the podcast, go to the experience Mm -hmm. that could pour into you and then find those friends that pour into you. And then I love that idea of being intentional, looking for somebody you can mentor. Because it's not just the breathing in, it's the breathing out. Those are so, so important. So you've been a woman of faith as long as I've known you. I love watching you lead. Mm -hmm. How do you care for your soul? Because that's one of those important but not urgent things where if we are not intentional, it can be the thing that slips so easy. So what practices have you found as a mom, as a wife, as a leader that help you care for your soul?
0: i think it's a few things i think it's one you know unfortunately i'm in a relationship with my husband who's a who's a strong christian and and we kind of you know iron sharpens iron hold each other accountable there i would say trying to get that kind of daily devotion in for me is just spending time you know i love that the bible is so thick you can't you can't memorize it all right right so you've got to be in it to remember it and to try to practice it so certainly that all sorts of kind of Christian writers that have really good books or, or podcasts or someone like you that you can listen to and, and learn and grow that way. When my kids were little, I listened to that focus on the family every day. And as they got older, you know, some other types of podcasts that would just encourage me in that way. So I think just, again, it comes back to that thirst for knowledge and keep learning and really Spending time with those that have walked before you
1: Mm -hmm. and listening
0: to their stories and their journeys and their advice and wisdom is really um, helps my soul a lot.
1: Well, I know one of the things we were blessed with is when we were raising our children, our church had programs for the kids to be in. And then Tuesday morning, we would come together as women and have a chance to eat food together and celebrate together. And I know that's been hard for a lot of women in this season to be separate. And so to know that it's worth trying to figure it out, whether it's through Zoom or going for that walk that you and I have been able to do sometimes is is just so important because I love what you said yeah. in, with your relationships that matter, iron does shy, sharpen iron and finding a way to find those people that are so important to helping you live the life that you are intended to live. Right. And so one of the hardest things, like I said, in 2020 is life changed. And so the things that we used to use as practices that served us things from going to church to just being able to go shopping, right. A lot of us feel less mm-hmm. comfortable doing things like that. But at the same time, I love that you reminded us that the slowing down, also produced some gifts. What were some of the gifts that you were given this season? What did you learn in 2020?
0: Uh, I think really to be, to have a little more mindfulness in my life. And that is that stopping and resting. And I do do a lot of listening to audible and all that, but really, which I think of kind of active listening, a little more what I'll call passive listening. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is listening well to others, not trying to talk back to them, but really listening to others. And then just really taking time to think about how I'm going to solve something or what the circumstances are to come to a better solution.
1: Mm. Not always
0: doing. I'm one that's yeah. always want to be doing. And so I think in this season I have just like sat and kind of listened and thought better mm. than I did probably
1: any other season of, of life. Right? That is so powerful. Okay. You keep bringing up Audible. I have to tell you, have you heard Matthew McConaughey's green light? Oh, yeah. Brad and I started listening to it uh, on Nathan's recommendation. I just think yeah. it's such a great book. So, yeah. anyway, that's yeah. just a little bonus thing there. All right. Well, yep you know, for people who haven't met you yet, you have had quite the varied career. I don't know if you know Marie Forleo. She created B-School and her book is called yeah. Everything is Figureable And she would call someone like you multi-passionate. So yeah, <laughs> I would if would people just got to meet you a little bit and tell us about some of the things you've done because I think you have been, as I said, especially for my oldest daughter, an example of what it's like to lead in different areas. But what, what are some of the things you've done as a leader?
0: Oh, wow. What a great question. Um, gosh, I'm in my mid fifties now. Uh, A lot of different things. I think in the church, I've had great leadership roles and opportunities to lead a women's Bible study of, you know, 50, 60 women. That was really a lot of fun. Um, And then professionally, I most recently have been the chief financial officer of a few different companies and uh, from early stage startups all the way through, you know, a billion dollar in assets, senior living company with campuses around the country. And met all sorts of different people in those journeys and there's just some really great professional leadership opportunities. And when you're in those kind of roles, you get exposed to to other um, other colleagues that come along and have different journeys and different walks, as well as other organizations that are your partners in that in that job. And you get to go to conferences and learn a lot about from people and and hear different things that way. So that's really been a highlight. I think um, what else? I. I've sat on some boards, and so being on some boards, you get to learn a lot about other companies and how they do things, and you usually can take it back to your own company or offer them something, uh, and then be involved in some different professional networking groups. I, I just recently learned that, that one of my family members is looking for a job, and my advice, he's a young man, and I would say, you know what? Your network is so much more important than what you're actually learning in that classroom, And the people you, you met yesterday is who you're going to bump into 10 years from now and how valuable that is, Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, being involved in some different professional networks and just connecting with people and being real with them and getting to know them and you, that really becomes really valuable down the road.
1: I think that's such incredible advice because it feels sometimes as a mom, as someone who's leading, there's not a lot of time, but to realize that when you look back, it's going to be the relationships and right. And right. the value that comes from just taking the time and finding a way to get to that conference or finding a right. way to go to that. You know, I know I was blessed one year to go to a fellowship of Christian athletes event that you put on and was able to meet some really interesting people. And I think that's an important skill is just always being open to learning from others and then also sharing, you know, we tend right. to fall on one side of that and to know the value is in both that you have something to bring to the table and being at the table allows you to learn from others. So, what are you doing these days? I think that'd be something really interesting for people to hear about.
0: Yeah. Oh, I am so glad you asked because I'm very excited. So a few weeks ago, I am co-founding a company with some other co-founders and investors, and we are building an online platform for adult children to help manage their aging parents' affairs. So Mm -hmm. all that administration from Important document collection, the bill paying, the password protection, their identity protection, fraud Mm. protection, all the kind of administrative action that needs to happen, particularly in someone's later stage of life but giving the tools in a tech-enabled way to someone in our season of life so that we Mm. can really help our parents. And hopefully then have more time for some of the more fun things, not not the paperwork admin that... This, this tool will help you. That. that
1: is absolutely incredible. So I want people to be able to find you when we're done. But I, like you, I'm in that stage where, you know, um, especially my husband's parents and my mom lives with my sisters. so it's a little bit easier. But knowing that there's yeah. going to be some place to support us because we haven't done this before. When we were um, parenting small children, there were books, there were playgroups, there were people to learn from. But sometimes it feels isolating in this yeah. season. Like we're all trying to figure this out on our own. And so what you're creating, I think, is incredibly powerful and going to serve so many different people. So where could people find you if they wanted to learn a little bit more about this?
0: Yeah, well, the product and the name of the company, we're still kind of not so much stealth mode, but we're we're in our marketing stage right now to name the product. And the name of the company is called MJ603. The name is so bad. It's just (laughs) our initials. (laughs) It, it, it's our initials and six hundred three for New Hampshire yep. just to do all the the financial hygiene and legal hygiene to set up a corporation. Um, but pretty soon we'll be announcing our name and our brand. And um, but in the interim, to just you know, say you say you met me from Kelly's podcast, and I'd be glad to connect. Uh, certainly on LinkedIn under Jody Holt. But but love to hear someone else's you know what they're trying to do and figure out to kind of network together and and kind of grow what we're all trying to do.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely be linking to. Um, LinkedIn for you. And yeah, I think one of the reasons I really wanted you on is I think back to when I met you. One of the things that I remember is you used to open up your house and let all the kids go downstairs and play so that we could, as moms, just have a time to be together and to learn from each other. And that's my hope with this podcast is that women who are feeling overwhelmed will realize that the value of investing in yourself, investing in your own soul, investing in those relationships, investing in your dreams, it pays off. There's like a multiplying effort of energy at the beginning, but then like you said, whether it's a relationship or a way to look back at your marriage and say, oh, those hours that I did set apart, from the urgent and invest in. So what would be one last thing that you would share? Thinking back to you know Jodi with three little boys running around and it probably felt many days, like there wasn't really the space and the time for what you were doing, which was creating community that 20 years later Mm -hmm. still exists. What would you offer somebody who's in that stage and it feels overwhelming and life feels Uh so hard and it feels like it's just too much to try to make a new relationship or invite somebody for a Zoom call or a walk? What would your advice be to someone who's in that stage? Gosh, I'd say a couple of things you hear is go so fast, just cherish those moments with the kids, just cherish them so much.
0: Uh, we all love to have them back, right? And I'd say take time every day to, invest in yourself for me it was getting out for a run or a walk with a friend to just get outside and and do that and those little things those little placeholders you put in your day Mm. will probably pay off down the road i used to say to myself you know i have three boys very close in age and they're boys right so every day there was some little wrestling match on the living room floor and i'd say to myself okay there's going to be three wrestling matches today i just know and if we have five or six that was kind of a bad day if we have one or two that's an amazing day. Right. Oh, and yeah. if I went into the day knowing there were there were going to be about three, I was OK because yeah. I could expect that that is normal. That's just part of the day. It wasn't a bad day.
1: you know. I love that. That's such an honoring way to honor your boys as well. Like they still get to be energetic and fun and that, yeah, we get to decide the thoughts that decide how we view our life. So that is so powerful. Right. Well, Judy, I really appreciate that you took the time to be here with me today and make sure you follow her on LinkedIn. And it, I hope that today's podcast really helps you decide that you are worth investing in and that when you invest in yourself and your relationships and your dreams, the payoff um, in the future will be worth it. So Jody, thanks for being here today.
0: Oh, thanks Kelly. Thanks for listening to Coaching with Kelly. Join us next time for more conversations on how to truly invest in this season of your life. For more information, or if you would like Kelly Tibbetts to be your life coach, you can find Kelly Tibbetts Life Coach on Facebook, or you can visit kellytibbetts.com.